the number 25. Tonight's your night, baby. 25, a glorious and spectacular creation. It starts with the number 2, double the amount of 1. It's followed by 5, a sultry mistress of mathematics. It only creates numbers ending in 5 or 0. It's very picky, but I like my chances. Together, they create a beautiful milestone that is quite the achievement. Hey numbers guys, stay on topic! Uh, of course! But can you blame me in the presence of 25? Of course, 25 is a quarter of a way to 100. Quite the milestone indeed. Some shows celebrate when they hit triple digits, but not this one. The possibility that it would even get to episode 2 was microscopic. Yet, here it is. It may not be 100, but 25 is still a nice celebration. Okay, cut it. Go to the theme song. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Unwanted Answers. I am your host, Tyler, and with me, we have... It's Adam! Oh, man, who's excited for another fun-filled episode? Um, we're at our silver anniversary episode, Silver and, and gold, like they would say I'm Rudolph. Um, it's our, our episode 25 special, where we've matured, and, uh... Later in the show, um, if you'd like to hear uh, bird sounds from Sequoia, uh, that is going to be at the tail end of the show. But for now, uh, let's get into our segments. Uh, You're still trying quick... to turn on this NPR thing? Um, I mean, come on, like 25 episodes. We need to take this seriously. All right. Well, you know, I heard Paul doesn't like it, but hey, well, you do Paul what doesn't you like... do. Paul doesn't like the, t the taking the show more seriously thing. What did he text you? Uh, I got text, email. Um, he painted it in my bathroom with red paint. How he got in, I don't know. Oh. Oh. Um. I think. Okay. Okay. So, I I, I put my phone on airplane mode for like a few days because I was field recording the. I was field recording the bird sounds, of course. Oh, of um, course. So I don't think I've heard anything from him, but come to mention it, I think there's also some kind of red paint on my window. Although it really doesn't look like paint. No, at first I was terrified until I realized, oh, that's Paul. That's his signature. Yeah, that that's, yeah, I, I kind of do, come to think that I do recognize the, okay. Um, I mean, I, I feel weird because I kind of, I, I really kind of got into the mood. I was like, uh, I, I I was like all morning before recording. I was just like uh, listening to like ambient drone uh, music just to get into the zone. Oh yeah, I mindfulness I heard over the exercises. Yeah, pretty loud. Surprise, just you're not like synth. Yeah, just like s synthesizers, uh, just encompassing the entire basement in which I reside. Yes, I'm. I'm not fully convinced that I, I, I. We'll see how the ratings are. I mean, 
I, I feel like people are probably sick of the way things have been, but let's get into it. All right. Well, you know, people have been unhappy since day one. I guess that's true. Yes. All right, guys. Welcome to the episode, our special 25th episode. Oh, man. Who would have thought it? Oh, be like the this. silver episode. Yes. Who would have thought it'd take three years to get episode 25? Yeah. And you know who's, we're going to talk to them later in the episode, but you know whose silver uh, silver anniversary it is? Whose is it? Uncle Al and Aunt Ash. Oh, yes, Uncle Celebrating Al. Celebrating 25 Ash. years. Yes. <laughs> the Uncle Al was, he phoned in saying, um, eh, what does it matter? My other marriages last longer than that. <laughs> Which, Uncle yeah, Al so is like 40, so I don't know how that makes sense, but hey, good for him. Yeah, it's, it's a, he, he definitely, he has the soul of an older man. Yes. Um, also has the lungs of an older man. <laughs> no, wait, he has the liver of an older man. That's Aunt Ash, who's got the, the lungs of the <laughs> younger one. Yeah. Yeah. But good um, for them. Yeah, 25, that's a big deal. Um... We're going to have a similarly big deal is 25 episodes of a podcast. Yes. Yes. As we heard, numbers guy was very excited. Uh, Maybe a little too excited. Yeah. Yeah. I have some questions for him later, too. Um, Yes. We have to talk to all of the the friends of the show today. um, So many people. To get their views on everything. But uh, let's get into the show, uh, shall we? And I guess as we normally start, we ask with, what's been going on? Yeah, and I have a pretty interesting one this time. Um, <clears throat> so, if you'll remember last episode, we had a bit of advice. I think it was the the ending advice of the episode in, in episode 24. Do you remember what we told everyone to do uh, that episode? I do not. It's been a while since I heard it. There was a big bit of advice. <gasps> Stay that, out of the country? Uh, exactly. Stay out of the country. And you know what I failed to do this past weekend? Oh, you know what? That was me also two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. I failed <laughs> to stay advice. out of the... Yeah, I know. And the thing is, it snuck up on me. <laughs> I'm just going to try and tell this quickly because we have a lot <laughs> on this episode. But Okay, so I don't know why it still existed, but there was a wedding and um, that I was obligated to go to, and I was just like, I hope this thing gets canceled. <laughs> You're just like, but, hey, uh, can we just get skipped to the divorce already? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but it was like a smallish wedding, and it took place outside in the absolute middle of nowhere oh god (laughs) and so i didn't know i just i was sent the address i did not know it was going to be so out in the middle of nowhere in the country was it night or daytime uh well i was driving back at night which oh no (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah it was probably like 4 p.m when i was driving there and i first of all i was really low on gas and i was thinking um well, when I get off the highway, I'll just I'll get a gas station right when I get off the highway. <laughs> and as soon as I got off the highway, it was immediately like two-lane roads in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> just passing a house every now and then. 
and ju- it's like those roads. This you is tra- honestly describing the last episode. I know it's insane. <laughs> and I was driving, and it was basically one of those things where I drove like ten minutes one direction, turned once, and drove another ten minutes in another direction until finally I was like, "This cannot possibly be where this pl- thing is being held." And I was like, "Sure enough, eventually, this like." Uh, farm area turned into a, a, a wedding venue was there um the whole thing outside and uh everyone in masks but the whole time i was just like terrified because i was like i have never been that low on gas in my life and i <laughs> I, I made it there but i truly was like i don't know if i'm going to make it <laughs> to the near so I couldn't. I could barely get reception, but all like during the wedding and the reception, I was trying to like Google like nearest gas station, and like <laughs> waiting like ten minutes for it to just load. Eventually, I found there was one kind of close, so I was starting to get a little relieved. Where I was like, I might be able to make it there. People so, are asking, "What are you doing on your phone?" And you said, yeah. "Try not to die." <laughs> I know. I need to plan because then it was starting to get dark, and it was getting dark quick. So I was like, "Oh, I did not want it to get this dark when I left." <laughs> And I started to leave, and as soon as I turned on the car, I was, like, booking it out of there, like, I cannot afford to lose any moments. (laughs) And I memorized the directions to the nearest gas station because I didn't trust that the the, um, service wouldn't fail me. And I drove, uh, it it was about, like, about, like, ten minutes away or something, terrified the whole time, and it got completely dark in just that ten minutes. (laughs) And so I was driving down a country road like I cannot get stranded here. And the the thing is the biggest rel- okay, well first of all I have to say the gas station that I googled when I got near it the lights were all off. No. And I <laughs> my heart sank and I seriously felt like I'm dead. And then I saw just a couple like like a like just a little bit further there was another gas station that was open so it was just a second of panic (laughs) but even that moment of relief when i realized there was really a gas station there and it was real it was actually like a packed gas station i guess because it was the only one for miles (laughs) (laughs) and i swear to god everyone there was terrifying (laughs) like it was so like it was you know what time it was like i think it was like it was only like ten or ten thirty or something, but it felt like that's it was when the, the transition of the night. happens. Yeah, the in particular, there was this one guy who was completely bald, like really <laughs> hunched over, but really tall and lanky, and he was filling his gas, looking around, like why are you looking around so much? <laughs> and he was like licking his lips, and I was, just, oh my god, and I was just like, I. Because all of the pumps were occupied, and I was just like uh, sitting there, like please don't run out of gas so I have to get out and push this car towards the nearest pump. He was looking, and you were looking at him, he was looking at you, you looked, um, he was looking at his lips, and you thought, oh my god, please be staring at my Burger King t-shirt, please be just looking at I know, I know. He was, it was seriously, he was one of the creepiest people (laughs) I had ever seen in the middle of nowhere, and the second I... Uh, finished getting gas I just like peeled it out of there um, 
and went back to civilization. But I was really expect like I did not want a situation where I ran out of gas and I had to go door to door like, um, excuse me, um, uh, sorry, I know it's uh, private out here, but uh, I'm just I ran out of gas and I'm really stranded. Then some guy, boy. <laughs> boy, you said you ran out of gas in these parts. Well, let me get the old shotgun. Let me show you what <laughs> he said. Boy, listen here. Did you see that sign? Yeah. It says trespassers will be shot. I bet they don't teach you how to read nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, I bet in the city they don't they don't teach you city slickers how to run from a bullet. <laughs> in my day they taught us how to be bulletproof. Oh, did they, sir? Oh, you calling me a liar, boy? <laughs> boy, I'll strangle you with my left overall strap. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, and it, it was truly like I was sitting there in the gas station, like, God dang it, why didn't I stay out of the country? <laughs> you should, you should have listened to the show's own advice. Yeah, I know. We're not perfect either. No, because two weeks before that, I had gone to the country. Dang it. Because for some reason, I just decided to go along with my parents on a drive. Just to, because what else is there to do now? Yeah. And we go and they decide to show us the house where uh, my mother grew up and suddenly we are in the we are in the woods on the ro- oh. road not paved just dirt roads constantly oh, looking yeah. around <laughs> and then like um my parents will stop at house hey look there's a great grandma grew up and then there's someone looking out the window and I'm going go 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 <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> yeah oh. i it's, the the country's terrible like like I don't know how people are afraid of the city when you go into the country and I, I, I constantly fear like I, I, I constantly fear anytime I see someone out there I'm just thinking they are definitely thinking about whether they need to go get their protection for some hoodlum <laughs> that's in uh, near their property every time you were driving whenever you saw headlights behind you you were like oh my god they're gonna kill me yeah no and then there are the people who uh, exclusively drive like 70 through all of those roads and pass you on yes. the wrong side of the road and stuff. Yes. Oh, man. The country <laughs> is truly a terrifying it. place. I actually, um, I, I did follow advice in one way, and I have to take an intern. I have to do an internship soon for graphic design, and I had a few choices and did a few interviews. And I wanted to do a remote one because I don't want to go in person anywhere yes. right now. And uh, one of them... And that does uh, sound like something you could do remotely. Yeah, definitely. And the one I ended up accepting is remote. Um, but uh, the uh, one of them that I today sent an email saying, like, uh, I'm withdrawing my name from consideration, <laughs> um, was one that was out in the country. <laughs> yes. It was like a, a long drive, and I... M- I was thinking, like, I'd only be able to make it there, like, one day a week because it's far away. But, like, every day from like, or and every day that I would go there, I'd be getting out, like, five or six, needing to drive home. And, like, by the time it's winter, it's dark by then. Yes. And I was just like, 
I'm going to stay out of the country. I'm not taking this one. Oh, but could you imagine how, like, what it would be like in the winter to be in the country? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, my, my car's stuck in a snowbank on the... Boy, I'll put you in a snowbank if you don't get off my property. You're like, sir, I'm so cold. You'll be hot when you burn in hell, boy, unless you go. <laughs> hey, Tooth. Tooth, get out of here! <laughs> and then a dog, a dog rounds the corner, <laughs> like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> oh, is that Tooth? It's. Oh, you're gonna feel Tooth's teeth. <laughs> oh man, I just oh, terrifying. You know, every ter- yeah. the scariest horror movies are the ones that happen in the country. That's absolutely true. Yes. They'll try to act all, like, great during the daytime, being like, oh, come on down for yeah. Mama's Home Cooking. But no, once yeah. once the sun goes, yeah, oh, <clears throat> terrifying. Yeah. Stay out of the country. Yeah, there you go. So, for our, oh, did you, um, did you, 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 you had, um, you had something. Did you have something else besides uh, your own going into the country? Well, I did have something happen today before we recorded. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be telling this story. Oh, <laughs> because it gets a little personal. Not about me, but someone else. Oh. <laughs> well, here it goes. All right, boy. Oh, it was something I never thought I'd see. Yeah. My sister. God rest her. I mean, not, no, she's not alive. She's, she's alive. She, I was yeah. like, God rest her soul. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a weird, this is a weird medium for you to tell me that. <laughs> oh, my sister. She got an email. And the email told her to come down to the police station so she went down and was fingerprinted and had to pay a fine oh god <laughs> a fine a fine <sighs> really yes <laughs> cuz she had to get fingerprint for some uh student teaching thing i see yes but was the fu- what's the fine for? Just for finger? The yeah, finger- you had to pay to be fingerprinted, even though criminals get to do it for free. <laughs> yeah, I know that's bull. I know. I just, <laughs> I just just like um, hey, if you're really strapped up for money, why don't you go <laughs> knock over a gas station? You can get it for free. Yeah. And then she said, "Hey, in this economy, who knows?" I said, "No, please don't do that." <laughs> yeah. I am not going to go watch you in court. <laughs> yeah. That that was pretty much the most inter- <laughs> interesting yeah. that happened. Wow. Yeah. Um pretty much just so, been avoiding people. Yeah, I guess the the advice from there is if you want to get your fingerprint, just do a crime. It's free. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's not fair. All right. Why do criminals get the good life? <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of criminals getting the good life, I heard that um, uh, a couple of criminals did make it out um, of prison alive while their brother um, still rots there, doesn't he? Yeah, left behind, left behind. 
Yes. Disappointment to his mother. Yeah, his mother is just like, oh my god, 25 episodes? I thought you'd be out by episode 13. Henry, <laughs> swear to god, you are such a disappointment. I just cannot believe what you're doing to your poor mother. Okay? Yeah. You're failing me. You are failing me, Henry. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember that the brother who didn't make it out was Henry because he will have no legacy. So. <laughs> he won't. It's the brothers, uh, Clarence is one. Yeah, John and Clarence. John and yeah. Clarence. Oh, well, I-, I would never forget John and Clarence. Yeah, they are I mean, the they icons, have... but Henry, eh. Yeah, they're the stars of a prison break. They're, they're, they they made something of themselves. Yes. You know? They're big, and the mother's like, I got I got two great sons, and I got one little, you know, yeah. parasite on the earth. You know, it's, it's like Shawshank Redemption isn't about a guy who failed to break out of a prison. Exactly. She, you know what? She's like, I, I wish I raised him better. God forbid. <laughs> I have two great sons and one loser. And two great <laughs> criminal mastermind, one one lazy bum. All right. Um, Can't even get into a jail gang. Swear to God, Henry. Swear to God. <laughs> uh, do you remember what the first question that was ever asked on the show was? What? <clears throat> it was... Is anyone truly psychic? Does this shit actually exist? Right. They were wondering if they were psychic because they had dreams of people getting stabbed. And we have the person who asked the question here with us. How has unwanted answers affected your life? You made me think I was actually a psychic. So what did I try to do? I tried to use my gifts to help me gamble a fortune. But where is my gift then? It didn't exist. What about the stabbings? You said you dreamed about it the night before. That's because my roommate would DVR the news and watch the same episode over and over because he kept falling asleep during it. And all I did was remember seeing a rerun. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, it is. You think it's funny? Well, then here's another prediction for you. I'm going to kick your ass. And security is taking him away. Didn't predict that. Shall we move into... It's a big, big uh, uh, episode, so yes. what, we, let's choose our segments wisely. Yeah, should we start with On This Day? On This Day! Well, this On This Day is August 13th. Okay. All right. In the year 29 B.C., this is, we're going a ways back. We are. Octavian holds the first of three consecutive triumphs in Rome to celebrate the victory over the Dalmatian tribes. The Dalmatian tribes. That's right. It sounds like <clears throat> he... Now, maybe there were a lot of Dalmatians, like 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is like Cruella's old ancestor saying, I got those puppies! Yeah. I'm confused because I'm surprised that there were even Dalmatians. I know. I Who would have thought it? Yeah. Spots yeah. everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> and also, in the year 1099, Ranirio is elected as Pope Paschal II. He changed ah, his pope. name when he became pope. Um, did he change it to Pashal or to pope? 
He changed it to Pashal the second. Oh. Was there even a first, or was that just that's his surname is the second? I, I, I assume there was a first, but could you imagine <laughs> that? Yeah. Like, you, like, imagine you work at, like, a Target. Yeah. Your manager is named Randall, and you are Peter. Right. And you get promoted to Randall's job when he retires. And you say, no, from this day, I am no longer Peter. I am Randall the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And be like, yeah. no, 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 Peter. No, I am Randall. You must give me the same respect as you did Randall. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> um, uh, it's like you're at like a high school reunion and uh, someone's <laughs> like, oh, 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 man, uh, Harry, um, that's so, uh, man, it's been so long. Uh, yeah, last time I heard, like, I remember you worked your way up pretty fast at Taco Bell. <laughs> what happened after that? Uh, Oh no! I uh, uh, after after that I I, I went on to um, a paperclip company, <laughs> and I actually really quickly uh, worked my way up to a corporate position, a management position actually. So um, <clears throat> now that I am a, a supervisor uh, at the at the company, my name is is um, <laughs> my name is Carl, uh, <laughs> the second. <laughs> And the guy's like, so, do you mind if I still call you by your old name? Oh, I, I prefer not. It's Carl <laughs> the second now. Do not make me relive my old life. <laughs> I've been given the yeah. mantle. Do you not understand? The mantle. It, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm assistant regional manager now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the assistant to the regional manager. Quiet, Jim. <laughs> So there we go, and also for our last on this day, in this in the year right. 1898, the Spanish and American forces engage in a mock battle for Manila, after which Spanish commanders surrendered in order to keep the city out of Filipino rebel hands. A mock oh. battle. Do you understand a mock battle? No. Or what? Are they doing it mockingly? Like, uh, I shoot you. Well, it was like what? It was like a cage match where the winner was already yeah. determined. Yeah. And they just did yeah. it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like at the end, the soldiers are like, "Hey, man, that was a great mock battle." What, what do you mean mock battle? Oh, you, <laughs> you, you know, we were just pretending. Oh, right. Yes, I had blanks the whole yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> if this were if. If this were a real fight, there would be two hits. One, me, me uh, hitting you, and another you hitting the ground. More. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like um, oh man, it's a good thing you you're you're such a bad shot, eh? No, no, no. I I planned it. See, see, there, there's no live bullets, and he goes bang, and that bird falls down. <laughs> oh, that was a mock. That was a mock. That was, that's a bird. trick. See, see, I, I trained him to do that. You're such a good a boy, vision. little bird. <laughs> Did you know those things that they shoot in the air called clay pigeons? I just learned, uh, like, that the shooting practice things. I didn't. I did not know that they were called clay pigeons until recently. I did not clay pigeons. Yeah, like the discs that they throw in the air to shoot at. <laughs> wow. They're called clay pigeons. I hope they're made out of clay. Otherwise, that's some false <clears throat> advertising right there. I hope so too. Um, although I also 
guess don't care. That's stuff that happens out in the country. Yes, country. <laughs> As we learned, a terrifying place. Yeah. All right. Um, now on this day, very good. Yes. Did we want? Did you want to just want to learn a random fact that I found out just oh, for yes. some time on Wikipedia? Yeah. Did you know what George Washington's last request was in life? He ins- gave instructions to his private secretary, his private secretary, Tobias Lear. And do you know what that request was? What? The request was to wait three days before his burial because he was terrified of being buried alive. Oh, I think that was really <laughs> common back then. I think they're actually come Honestly, I think there's an entire... Oh, yeah, I don't have internet. Um, there's an entire book i think about like the fear of being buried alive and how it was so prominent like because i think like edgar Allan poe and stuff were really afraid of that too. really it was like a weirdly common fear back in the day because like i think because like autopsies weren't as thorough they'd just kind of be like mm, well they, they seem dead um i i had not thought about being buried alive but now i'm terrified yeah, but the thing is, I think it almost never, like, because now they either, they usually either cremate you or fill you up with liquids, <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, being cremated uh, alive sounds worse. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. <laughs> yes. Remember <laughs> on The Office, what they would do for heavy sleepers in the Shroot family? Um. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I forget the exact quote, but yeah. Oh, yes, well. There we go. George Washington's last request. Wow. Let us get to a question. Now, I realized I have 30 questions on on this thing because I just rounded up some of the old ones that I hadn't gotten to. Give them one last chance. Yeah. All right. I will choose one at random. (laughs) Okay. Is getting my cat back ethical? Here we go. What? (laughs) (laughs) My cat has been missing for six months. We miss her so much and want her back. Yesterday, she was seen at 2 a.m. by my dad, and we couldn't capture it. I assume she got a new home. She is my cat, and we raised her since six weeks old. Is it okay to get my cat back from to me now or her new, from her new home? So steal it back, basically. Oh, my God. This, it's so funny. It's so funny that you read that because I kid you not, um, our cat at our house is basically the reverse of that situation. We essentially adopted in a cat that just kind of like abandoned the family that he was a part of and just started hanging out with us. (laughs) And then we moved and we took the cat with us after asking them, (laughs) but, um, but it was like we th- we thought it was a stray cat and just like oh, feed it and keep it outside and eventually it started coming into the house and then I think like a neighbor was like oh yeah that's their cat and we were <laughs> like um oh <laughs> okay well they don't have a collar or anything so yeah do you uh, fear for that cat to one day get bored with you and be like screw this we we've had fun but it's 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 time to move on. I mean, there's a li- a little bit, but I do genuinely think that uh, <clears throat> we're pretty cool. I mean, that cat's just hanging out outside today and just hangs out by the door, waiting for people to come by. He seems fairly attached to us, but you know, you never know. Yeah, w- maybe a- any moment, <laughs> one day. <laughs> um, if the food stops coming, 
Yeah, exactly. One day you'll try to pick it up and it'll it'll like run out of your right. arms and you'll be like, oh my god, we, <laughs> mom, dad, we need some pet counseling right away. We need to get some help. <laughs> Kitty, yeah. what do you? Ne- I'm giving you everything in this relationship. <laughs> what more do you want from me? Yeah, I give you food. I give you a house. What more? <laughs> Yeah. Although honestly, I think he might he might just be kind of in a retired state because I I think he seriously he might be like 15 years old or something. He's a pretty old cat. <laughs> he's just like he sometimes looks out the window and says, "Yeah, happiness will never come to me." <laughs> <laughs> no, I really. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's. I eat and I eat, but the the hole in my heart is never filled. <laughs> You know what I find at the bottom of the dish? Happiness. Something I can't find with any owner. <laughs> every time you every time you refill that water bowl, I think, won't you just let me won't you just let me dehydrate to death? <laughs> Sometimes I think about just drowning myself by putting my head in the toilet, but then I say <laughs> my mother wouldn't want to find me like that. My head in the toilet. <laughs> That's no way mama wants her her, her yeah. kid to go out with this world. Every time I try drowning myself, I just could think, eh, I don't like water. Why uh, is it every time I walk out of the house, the cars swerve? Yeah, one job. Do every it. time I, every time I jump from the roof, I land on my feet. It's a curse. <laughs> they say cats have nine lives. I'd give them all up for just one happy one. <laughs> uh, his name is Buster. He's great, but uh, yeah, he is old. Um. So what was the? We, yeah, you should probably worry about that. Is that? Um, is I that mean, fair to say? Should they take the cat back? So basically, mm. steal it from the, from whoever has it now. I would say don't. Uh, my uh, <clears throat> my thing would be don't um uh don't like just snatch it and try and. Uh, reconfigure the cat into your life uh just uh try and uh coerce i guess get some food or a cool toy and if that cat doesn't come to you and it's just like no i seriously you don't understand i don't like you um maybe the cat could cheat on its new owner with you yeah <laughs> you look you'll come back like where were you I told you to stay away from those owners. You're my cat now. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I, I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder uh, <clears throat> if I go out, go there and I find their furniture clawed up, you are out of this house for the night. You are out. <laughs> I will take your claw prints. I... I uh, it's uh, it's always you and them. What about us? Uh, 
you know, if we wanted to deflect this uh, question to one of our uh, show friends, I do believe that Uncle Al and Aunt Ash have a cat. You know, they um, seem like the kind of people who would, don't they? Yeah, I know, and I believe they've had it about their entire marriage. It's it's horribly old. It's <laughs> It's got arthritis in every joint. It's 25 years old. Um, Jasper, I think it was. Jasper, um, that uh, sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and it's been around a lot of smoke. Yes. As we know, both know. And it's, it drinks a lot of um, Uncle Al's yeah. beer left over. Yeah, I mean, last <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, last I talked to Aunt Ash on the phone, I remember hearing, like, in the background, <laughs> something kind of like that. I'm not good at doing an impression, but it was very labored. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Al. Uncle Al just talks about, eh, well, the cat stays here because the cat just won't die. He's going to live They'll be like, so, Uncle Al, have you ever raised any other cats? Yes, I have. I've had three cats before them. Oh, oh, so <laughs> what happened to them? You can look right there. They're taxidermied. <laughs> See that, Jasper? <laughs> That's your future one day. <laughs> oh, stop, Al. You know this cat's going to yeah. outlive us all. Yeah, yeah, whatever you say, Ash. <laughs> yeah, Al's just like, oh, th-, or Al is just like, oh, this this cat just won't die. And I, Ash is like, well, you won't either. <laughs> so, <laughs> same goes for you. <laughs> Uncle Al is just like, well, this cat has so much good luck, man, you'd think he was the captain or something. Because my God, that, that cat just won't die. Yeah. 30 years we've been dealing with this cat. (laughs) Let me tell you, I can't afford any more cat food. I wait, (laughs) I wait, I wait. But somehow this cat keeps coming back for more. (laughs) Oh, wow, you're such a drama queen. This is my baby. You know. (laughs) This right here, this is my baby. Yeah. I give it shots every day. I spoon feed it. It's it's like it's like a hundred and sixty in human years since I your baby. It's not possible. Oh whatever. <laughs> I, I love this cat. More than I love you, Al. Uh, whatever. You know what I love more than you, Ash? The bottle. It's actually a hundred and sixteen. There you and, go. Uh, tw- Twenty-five. That's a very old. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I kind of wonder what they would have to to say. We'll have to ask them if they if they come on. Yeah, um, we'll have to reach out to them. You know, make sure they yeah, didn't fall asleep with booze yeah. and liquor. I mean, booze and cigarettes in their mouth. Although their advice would probably just be let it go because <laughs> you don't want that thing around uh, <laughs> for uh, your entire marriage. <laughs> First, they act like they love you, then they beg you for money. Cat's no better than a stupid kid. Except one day. <laughs> except you got paid to have a put down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle Al, that's pretty harsh. Hey, it's the fact of life, kid. <laughs> Ash is like, well, to be fair, my tax dollars did that to my nephew. He's on death row. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, here we go with the nephew again. <laughs> he was like a son to me, Al. Yeah, well, good job raising him, Ash, because he's in prison. <laughs> Wait on death row. You know, there are a lot of people on death row who uh, who, uh, who, uh, who are have a big movements behind them saying they didn't do it. Well, your nephew definitely did it. There's no doubt he did it. Not once has anyone ever said, no, he didn't do it. The lawyer said, I give no up. No one has vouched for him. Not a single person has vouched for his innocence. The lawyer says, I quit. Fry for all I care. <laughs> oh, you just don't understand that. You don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. this It's like this yeah. every Christmas at Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Al and Aunt Ash's house. Yeah, it is. Um, of course, nep- their nephew doesn't come anymore. But <laughs> he's one day, every Thanksgiving they bring it up. Hey, Al, you want me to bring you the knife? Yeah. You know what? I got an empty seat right there. How about I stab this turkey like your nephew stabbed that guy? Oh, Al, you are such a jerk. <laughs> 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 or it's like, oh, I'm sorry, is that too soon? Or has it been 20 years and you won't stop bringing it up? <laughs> Every Thanksgiving moment of silence <laughs> for the nephew. Oh, Al, I'm just sad he's not here. How about you have a moment of silence when they finally fry him? Ash, how about that? <laughs> Oh, is there nothing more wholesome during Christmas than <laughs> than talking about the nephew waiting on death row? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, every, it's always brought up. <laughs> yep. The mom, uh, the mom, the mom of the nephew every day just sits there and, and silently cries. <laughs> now look what you did. I actually made her cry. I'll stop it, Al. You know you did it. <laughs> so there we go. I don't even know how we got there. Um, I, I don't know. The, the, the cat question, which of course was answered. Yes, it was. Um, Take it, whatever. It's always going to cheat on you. Yeah. Another memorable question from our first episode was if a person should brush their teeth or not. And here's the person who asked that question and giving their thoughts on the answer three years later. Before this podcast, I had a beautiful smile. My mother would always tell me that my smile made her day better. Now I'm 16 and I've got none. Now whenever I smile, my mother tells me that she's about to lose her appetite. You told me that I was going to lose my teeth anyway. You didn't tell me what else I was going to lose. All my hopes and dreams for the future. I was going to become a professional bubblegum chewer. That's a real thing? It was going to be. How would I practice in my room for hours chewing gum, turning that simple treat into multiple shapes and bubbles? Without my teeth, I can't chew it properly anymore. I'll always remember my first contest I was able to enter. However, most of my teeth had already left my mouth. I thought I could have my mother chew the gum for me, but it wasn't meant to be. I learned that I I was disqualified from the sport as tears ran down my face, and my mother's used gum melted in my mouth. 
we have someone else here who knows what it's like to be mostly toothless who might be able to help you. Hell wait, I was much older than you when I started losing my teeth. You peaked early. Sure, I can't have some of them fancy rich people food. But do you need more than cookie dough and jello? Hell wait, does that sound good? I don't want to be like you. Why not? It's fun being a prospector in the mine. We can have farting contests while we work. But don't go too big because that might cause a cave-in. But hell wait! If you did, you get bonus points. My other favorite game is Escape the Porta Party before the dynamite goes off. Hell wait! Is that a fun game? Some people spend weeks trying to wash their clothes, but I keep it for the good memories. Hell wait! I did find a question that I could ask. Oh, um, let's go. What is I, the question? Uh, I, I know we didn't flip, but I do like this question, and I didn't ask it last time. I just found it. Uh, so, this is as, this is someone asking, uh, definitely for a friend, not for themselves. <clears throat> Can you smoke chocolate? That's it. That's the whole question. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> well, as Uncle, I mean, as Aunt Ash would say, get out. You can smoke anything if you believe in puff. Yeah, long exactly. Enough. But I was also thinking that there is another person, uh, another friend of ours, who um, who might be interested in smoking chocolate because they're not of the legal age to smoke regular cigarettes. Oh yet. yes, I think we know who yeah. this is. Uh, after my after the cigarettes out. Your, your life is going to be out, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, you know what? I can't smoke. You know what? You got to find the good stuff, you know, with the good chocolate. You know, the kind that <laughs> comes from, you know, Europe or something. Maybe illegal, yeah. but hey, you sneak them in, you know what? Customs ain't going to find it. You sneak it in, you smoke it. It's going to yeah. be really good. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need that milk chocolate, not that dark chocolate crap. Yeah. Milk from real cows, not that stuff they make in the lab. So <laughs> let me say this: If a cop tries to come, you say, "Hey, officer, I think this is a chocolate cigarette with your name on it." Mmm, smell that milk chocolate? That's from real cows, you know. Not cows like your mother. I mean, cows like like they make milk. <laughs> oh, babyface Antonio, you're so offensive. Hey, officer, look, I'm a legitimate businessman, just trying to help a fellow smoker in need. <laughs> Wait, didn't didn't Antonio have like an uncle who gave him a present he didn't want or something? Yes. Um, yeah, because because he's like, hey, uh, hey, uncle, uh, you see the cigarette? He presses it into his cheek. <laughs> well, if you don't give me the toys I want, there's gonna be a lot more fire where that came from. It's <laughs> a little chocolate smudge. Oh, okay, Antonio. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you what, what do you want? <laughs> Anything, anything. Now you be good, cause next time I'm gonna break your fingers with me uh play school hammer, plastic hammer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and this uh this plastic drill's got a special place in your eye socket if you don't uh. <laughs> and look at that. Wrap. For ages three and up, hey, looks like I'm the right age. Vroom. Hey, you know how the Legos, uh, you know how Legos say not to put them in your, in your mouth for risk of choking on it? Well, uh, I don't follow the rules, Uncle. Look at and this I big stick I, I made with Lego, Uncle. 
Yeah. You're gonna feel that as you cram it down your throat. <laughs> so, uh, you're gonna be nice, okay? Or we're gonna be all business-like, okay? Be good. The baby face Antonio. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can smoke anything, and... Yes. Antonio's proof. Yes, if you... Babyface Antonio and Aunt Ash, they show that, hey, if you dream yeah. it, you can smoke it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anything you can dream of, you can smoke of. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that's a wonderful message. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Something Babyface Antonio would get tattooed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next to the... The, uh... The teardrop tattoo or two. Yes. <laughs> He doesn't even cry anymore. It's, it's he, like a drop. It's a drop of milk. Exactly. He doesn't even cry anymore. He just points to the tear. <laughs> yeah. Now, mother, when I point here, you're gonna get me what I want if you know what's good for you, and then you ain't gonna make me wait more than five minutes. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mom, you know the chocolate cigarette. Um. Uh. You should finish your uh your broccoli for. I said another chocolate cigarette. Otherwise, that goldfish you got me, you'll be sleeping with it. <laughs> hey, Daddy, take it out back and, uh, I don't know, maybe start digging a, start digging a grave for two. Well, what do you mean two, baby? <laughs> oh, you know, guess I don't like the way you do it. <laughs> I think I'm old enough to uh, put myself to bed. Know what I'm saying? I, can't, I don't need someone to read me the story. I can look at the pictures. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, I, I'm glad I got to ask that question because um, we definitely got some enlightening answers from our favorites. Yes, wonderful um, answers. <clears throat> so, um, what do we want to move on to next? Yes, let us see. What are the list of segments that we have? Oh, wait, wait. There was the uh, fortune cookie one. That's the one I was Yeah, the, the one I call Gaze into the Future. Yes. Gaze into the future. Yeah, so we can have our little gaze into the future. All right. Um, all right, so we are going to uh, tell the fortune of one of our, uh, of one of our uh, podcast guests, one of our favorite friends and guests um, of the show. So let's see whose fortune gets told today. All right, we have randomized it, and the first person is the numbers guy. Oh, really? Really. All right, so pick a random number for what the oh. fortune. He's going to love this. Um, b- Between what? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I'll pick one he's really going to appreciate. One through nine. One through nine, I see. Um, it's too bad because he loves the number 11. Oh, he but does. he also loves the numbers two and five. Uh, let's go two. Two? All right, let us see. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> Are you ready for his fortune? Man, yes. did you pick the right one for him? Although I don't oh. know if we want to get into it. Okay. Advice is like kissing. It costs nothing and is pleasant and is a pleasant thing to do. Oh. I actually 
prefer it to cost something because then I can count. Uh... <laughs> and my favorite thing to do is to um punch the button into the calculator and then press equal. Oh, just the thought of it sends a shiver up my spine. <laughs> um, particularly, I like the... Not that I kiss and tell, but I do like the... I do like the shape of the five. The, uh... The point at the at its top and the, uh... The curve of its base. It's, uh, it's an excellent digit. Maybe this is, like, trying to tell him that he needs to stop kissing money so much because it's giving <laughs> him germs, and he's destroying yeah. the dollar bill. That's true. He, uh, it's a, especially a problem when he sees, like, a 100, and he's, like, three digits, and he, he really he has <laughs> a um, time. At the grocery store, they'll be like, all right, that'll be um 90 bucks, and he'll go into his wall and be like, oh, I guess this is the end of the road for us. $100 bill. Al, remember the good times. No, don't say goodbye. This isn't goodbye. It's so long for now. Now, give me something to remember you by. And then he just kisses the dollar bill and then hands it to the cashier. He's like, oh, man, this is sloppy. Well, I'm not taking this. Uh, sir, young man, you don't understand romance with the numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sir. I guess, I, we go I guess through this every week. Please just start using a credit card. <laughs> yeah, there are lots of numbers on a credit card. <laughs> oh, re- really? I. Uh, you mean I hadn't? Are you? My saliva real? won't damage it when um <laughs> I, it gets passionate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's plastic. Mm. I never thought about plastic before. It was so um, risque um, when uh, <laughs> I was growing up, but the plastic now, ooh, I think I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, the the advice is definitely, uh, or the, the, the fortune telling is definitely, um, he, numbers guy needs to, at some point in the future, change his habits, otherwise he's going to get very sick. I know, and, and he's losing all his money. This way, plastic. That's the way to go for numbers, guy. Yeah. And think yeah, of it this it way. Think of the serial numbers on the credit card. He's got so many numbers yeah. now. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, like, there's really so many numbers. Like, for example, just rattling it off the top of my head, like, uh, my credit card and uh, zip code and back of the, uh, the, the CVC is, like, 2876. Four eight zero two 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 three eight four six eight two, and then on the back is four six eight, eight two four five. Yeah, yeah. And my social security. I, I, what? It's fine. You'll you'll be able to find it. But um, <clears throat> there's uh, an awkward moment <laughs> where in the olden, <laughs> where every time numbers guy tries to get a professor job teaching mathematics. So, uh, what's your social security number? No, oh, well, that's kind of an interesting story. Um, <laughs> I lost the card. Well, what do you mean you lost the card? I lost it. It disintegrated in my hand <laughs> after an evening of passion. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> let me tell you. 
<laughs> it was the biggest number I've ever seen. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't stop. <laughs> to this day, I keep thinking about it, but unfortunately, the exact numbers escape my mind. But boy, does the experience, it's in there for a lifetime. Of course, until the dementia comes, but that, that, that's how it is. So what's your social security number? I, 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 I'm afraid I don't know. <laughs> I'm off the grid, if you will. <laughs> well, that's enlightening from numbers guy. We learned a lot about him today. Yes, we know that numbers on paper are not very good sometimes as professor job like um he'll get the homework and he'll be like i'm i'm sorry the um all the paper homework was destroyed um you you all get zeros okay that's that's good enough what what are you talking about professor um uh, it's just the way it has to be um <laughs> so many numbers <laughs> you know this is our 25th episode it is and we don't really have this, but we did get a letter recently. Oh, right. Yeah, we did. Um, interesting letter. Uh, yes. From, from, a, from, a, from a past life, a long time ago. Yes. Um, didn't expect to hear from this person. I know. Here it is. For all I knew, this, <clears throat> this person had just moved on and forgotten. But apparently not. Yeah. So, I mean, when we read this, you'll know why this letter is so special. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. If you want to read it, um, I, I, I'd i love to hear it again. Yes. I mean, it's something I'll cherish for a lifetime. Our first fan mail. Dear former students, as I type this email while taking, while taking swigs from my special water bottle, let me tell you that I am not happy with your show. Well... A lot of people aren't, so get in line. Yeah. Of course, what could I expect from students from your class? It may have only been an hour visit in that old classroom we would meet at, but for me, it was my personal living hell. Well, I remembered this differently from the first time I read it. Uh, anyway, continue. Part of me feels like our brain censored it. Yeah, I think time. so. This is kind of like now that I feel like now that we're on the show, I'm experiencing it differently. Anyway, continue. When I began my career as an elementary music teacher, I looked forward to bringing the joy of music into children's lives. I had such high hopes. Yet, once again, the millennial generation broke the spirit and hopes of one of your elders. Sure, it began with the kids from my first year singing off-key, Soon, as I played the out-of-tune piano, which it was pretty out-of-tune. Oh, yeah, definitely. I realized that instead of singing along with me, the kids would stare at me confused. One parent called to complain that my singing in class gave their child a headache. Well, let me tell you, they weren't the only one. Yeah, no, it was very loud. Remember when we would have to line up and the teacher would give us all aspirin? <laughs> and she would... <laughs> <laughs> Teacher, my head hurts. Okay, just shut up, okay? We know you had to deal with. Just take your drugs and shut your mouth. Yeah. All right, take gulps <laughs> <Yeah>. of water. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that was elementary school. Everyone yes. had to deal with that. I began to realize that my only friend in the classroom was my special water bottle. 
Every time I was disappointed, I would take a series of long sips from my bottle and realize that at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock, all my problems would disappear. I think she's speaking generally because sometimes it was a coffee cup. Yes. And also, you know, 3 o'clock, that wasn't all, our class all the time. I think it was like fifth grade. That was how we would end the day. So for one yeah. year, that w- we were the problems. But she's just in general yeah, talking about yeah, all yeah, of yeah. them. Of course. I gave up because you little brats gave up first. I played the movies to shut you all up and have you sit there quietly so that the lights wouldn't affect my hangover. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Do you think it was fun for me to sit there and watch those happy little brats on the TV screen learn the name game? I I, I thought you would have been a fan. I mean, well then just start it later so we can see the end of it. Like, if you want to see that part. Do you know why I would show you the tape of the world without color again and again and never have enough time to show you the ending? It was the best lesson I could teach you. Get used to disappointment. Oh. Well, we had to learn that a lot, but you know, she was the first one to tell us. Yeah. The only student I was ever proud of was Tyler. Oh. No, not the one reading this letter from that stupid podcast. Oh. The one in third grade who was so gifted and has and has talent come naturally to him. I thought I would one day see him play his recorder at Carnegie Hall. Instead, he's now the manager at my Walmart. But it worked out since he gives me the discounts on my favorite booze. In, con- in conclusion, screw you and screw your stupid podcast. Signed, Drunk Music Teacher. Hey, you know what? It was nice to hear from her again for the first time in years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been so long. Um, was it, Was that booze in the... It's weird. It's weird. It's, I, had, I had a weird thought there. Could it have been? In the in the special water bottle? Could, I, no, she wouldn't do that, would she, during school <clears throat> hours? No. Nah. Oh, anyway, that was drunk music teacher. Drunk music um, teacher, we salute you. Your liver yes. might not, but hey. <laughs> you know, if this marriage between Uncle Lyle and Aunt Ash goes the way it did his previous marriage, I think... I think she's got a chance, Uncle Al. Oh yeah, yeah. You could, you could, you could land someone as good as Al or Ash. <laughs> of, uh, of course, unless, um, uh, I mean, they could get into fights if they're if they start running out of booze. Yeah. Who said you could take the last beer? That's mine. Uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Definitely. So, yeah, that was, uh, it was really heartfelt to get that letter. Um, Beautiful happy, in its own way. Happy we got that. Um, it felt good. <clears throat> nice blast from the past. It sure did. Um, I said it's... I wanted to respond back, but on the letter it said not to. Oh, yeah, very clearly. So, really great that we got that just around the time of this big 25th episode special. I um, know. Isn't that wonderful? Really Doesn't great. it just get you right great in your heart great time she must be a she must be a frequent listener yes she must know i hope so there i yeah. mean and we've mentioned her favorite student a couple of times oh yeah um kind of you know i i guess we'll let how dare you mock my music teacher 
She was one of the few people in the world full of idiots who saw how gifted and talented I am. Whenever someone would take the carpet square I wanted, I would punch their face. Do you know what she would say instead of just punishing me like other simple-minded teachers? She would say, he's an artist and a musical genius. He needs the carpet he wants. She even gave me my special job of filling up her water bottle. I'll always remember the recipe. Take a little bit of water from the drinking fountain and fill most of it with the special weird smelling liquid from the glass bottle. I bet you idiots never had something... I bet you idiots never had to do something like that. Once again proving that you are nothing and I am gifted and talented. Do we want to make sure to do our Dear Abby? Yeah, let's do that. I'm we can do a, I'm we sorry. Can do 25 episodes, I messed up. Our beloved Dear Abby. Hey, I should I should be there to correct you. You always have to correct me. Yes. And, yeah. Um, so let's do that, and then we can um, perhaps end the episode talking to some of our good friends. Yes. All right, here we go with Dear Abby, beloved Dear Abby. I have not read these in a while, so let's see how they go. All right. All right. Dear Abby, after a long, after a long successful life, my uncle recently passed away. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Oh, man, I hope this, is, this one is, turns out better. <laughs> His wife is my mother's sister. During one of our phone calls, she told me she and my cousins have written his obituary and that, it would so- and that it would be published soon. To my shock and dismay, I located the obituary and discovered that my sister and I were not mentioned as his niece and nephew. <laughs> oh. I am still terribly hurt. Why would they do this? My sister and I grew up spending every major holiday and birthday with my uncle. The obituary did include his other niece and nephew who live on the opposite side of the country and kept in touch only with an occasional phone call and holiday card. Yeah. I included my cousins and my parents' and sisters' obituaries, all of whom have passed in the last few years. I feel that I must address this with them, but I don't want to add to the pain they are going through while they mourn their loss. I now dread attending the memorial because I'm worried friends of our family may bring it up, and I won't know what to say. Signed, Hurt Nephew in Illinois. All right, so we finally did figure out why that one was saved. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what to do about finding out you are not mentioned in the obituary? (laughs) You're going to have to do a... uh... A familial investigation trying to figure out uh, who wrote it, first of all. <laughs> then you'll find out, hey, um, you might talk to your mom, and um, you'll find out, well, kids, I, I, I should have told you this earlier. He's not your uncle, and um, I'm not your mother. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about, Mom? See, you know, you know how they say that some people will just like take a cat that they use that um they love from a neighbor well 
I don't know how to tell you this, but you know those uh, how you hear about baby snatchers? That was me, you know, in my crazy <laughs> days. What, mom, mom, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Look, I am not proud of what I did, but hey, I got two kids out of it. <laughs> you know, I well, more because you. If I didn't like them, I, if I didn't like you, which you know, luckily I do, I could just easily given you back. But you know, I figured, hey, yeah, why not? You know, it actually kind of reminds me of, uh, unfortunately, when the uh, when Henry, John, and Clarence's grand uh, grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry was not in the will, sadly. Um, no, it was um, not not in the will, not in the obituary, not in the will, not in the obituary. He was just um, because you know he has to take a lot. It takes a lot to get newspaper in prison. He's got to sell cigarettes. Yeah. He's got to make toilet wine. But he finally got that newspaper. And it was just like okay, yeah. okay, grandma, grandma, grandma. Wait, where am I? And it said she especially loved her two favorite grandsons. John yeah. and Clarence, Her, who are so so successful, and she's so happy she got to see them. She uh, said they may be criminals, but in my heart, they'll always be those babies crawling around, <laughs> getting into mischief. Yep. <laughs> and then, like during the will reading, which maybe he can like Skype into it from prison. Yeah, the lawyer will be like. On the last request of Gertrude upon her deathbed was take Henry out of my will. If he doesn't, if he can't escape from Alcatraz, he doesn't deserve any money and is no grandson of mine. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe the lawyer will come to uh, John and Clarence and be like, John and Clarence, for being the grandsons of Gertrude. And then, like, it gets, like, balloons start coming up and everything. You just won $30 million. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love you, brother. I love you, too. Oh, what are you going to do with it now? We're going to escape from Alcatraz again. Yeah. <laughs> This is the most excited I've been since we won the first and second annual Robbie Awards. <laughs> what do you, you just run another Robbie? Oh, maybe who gets? I'm assuming Gertrude was a criminal too. Who gets the Robbie Award? Uh, the like the in memoriam Robbie Award? No, the uh, the actual statues that Gertrude owned over her years. Oh, like in the will. Um, <laughs> um. She uh, she gives John and Clarence one. One of them uh, is melted one down. That she got herself, and the other one is one that she stole. <laughs> yes, she'll. They go to John and Clarence again. Nice even number. Yeah, and then the one that uh, Henry thinks is for him, he watched gets melted down. Oh no! The um, it turns out there was a third one, but it wasn't given to Henry. It was buried with her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then his mother will come and be like, um, he'll be like, Mom, I don't understand it. I loved Grandma. Well, if you loved her so much, maybe you could just go. And you know what? If you want Robbie so bad. Go be a grave digger for all I care. You know what one is? Get off your lazy butt and get a shovel, okay? 
Swear to God, Henry, every day is something with yeah. you. <laughs> well, that love didn't get you out of Alcatraz, now did it? <laughs> you know, if you can't get out of Alcatraz, you don't deserve a Robbie Award, okay? Okay? <laughs> My God, I've got two boys, wonderful Robbie Award winners, but you look at you. What are you ever going to do? You are such a disappointment, Henry. <laughs> How are you going to get out of Alcatraz? Oh, uh, well, Mom, I... Um, I was thinking of snitching on my roommates, you know, to try to uh, bargain a plea deal. Oh, my God, Henry. Oh, my God. Instead of being the criminal that I raised, you're going to be a snitch? You know what? You deserve those stitches. <laughs> when they shank you, Henry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt lower than a mother finding out her baby boy's a snitch. Okay? <laughs> oh, my God. If your father were here today, he'd turn over in his grave, Henry. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Mom, I, I thought I'd try to do it the legal way. No, 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 no. You're taking the easy way out again, Henry. Once again, the easy way out. Oh, my God. What would John Clarence say? What would they say? You know what? I'm going <laughs> to see him for dinner. It's going to be a wonderful time. You know why? Because I'm with them and you're in here. Okay? Yeah, she, she hangs up the, the, the phone. Uh, Mom, Wait! <laughs> I'll be a snitch! I'm gonna be a snitch and get out of here! And then one of the criminals says, <laughs> What'd you say, Henry? Oh, uh, 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 nothing, um, Snake. Oh, uh, how, how, how's it going? Yeah, I bet you said nothing's happening. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm not a snitch. I, I would never be a snitch. And then the guard says, Oh, good job snitching, Henry. So good. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> I'll be seeing you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cracking his knuckles. We are gonna do dinner, okay? It'll be great, okay? We'll do lunch or something. <laughs> there we. I don't know how we got yeah. to there. Oh yes. Well, uh, the well, we we heard from our friends. Yeah, it's nice to hear from the friends. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, how um, many have we had so far? Let's see. Uh, we had Huck. Gifton, Talented Tyler, Numbers Guy, Babyface Antonio, Uncle Alan Antash, and the Three Prisoners. Yeah. There is uh, one very special one we haven't heard from, but uh, I am planning on calling them up in a moment. Uh, Let's see. Do we want to try one more question and end it with that? All right. All right. Let me find a one at random. Here we go. We'll do a nice, short, and sweet uh, question for us. Kali turning everyone against me? At first I thought I said college. I was like, what? Oh, but it's Kali. Yeah. The pattern is the same with every new person slash people who work with me. They are fine at first. Then, all of a sudden, they get in the group with the ringleader who has worked their years. Wow. Someone did not proofread. Very manipulative. <laughs> all about them bully type person colleagues will act all weird with me avoiding me and taking and taking about talking about me like they all hate me and bring and for no reason oh my god proofread and for no reason at all i am a nice person always make them drinks and i even bring in cakes etc that i have baked at home come on proofread for god's sakes i'm starting (laughs) to get why people don't like this person I yeah. try to be friendly and have a joke and about 
have a joke about what the okay have a <laughs> joke about but if i say something funny they all act as though they didn't hear it or look at each other then if someone else says something they all laugh <laughs> oh <laughs> you know the problem is maybe we don't even have to finish it people can't yeah. understand what you're saying yeah i know i was gonna say like uh, uh the uh <laughs> um the uh, grammar instructor is just going to okay okay this is unacceptable you know what i've had enough i'm gonna read the rest the way they wrote it and if we can't understand we can't understand it yeah i'm fed up of people being turned against me to the point of subtle bullying at work what can i do and why am i the one that is being made everyone to hate updated two hours ago I don't know why the problem is me. As as I said, I try to be nice to people. I have a laugh with them and always include them if I make a drink, etc. But they eventually start to dislike me. <sighs> Punctuation, people. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> but they eventually start to dislike me and hang around the ringleader. This ringleader has made it known <laughs> they do not like me, but people seem to like them and they all turn against me. <laughs> Oh my god. That's it. Well, could this be the first time we say you're not getting an answer? I I almost feel like I don't want to get you know, I don't like this person. I don't. My god, I felt like I was gonna die of just, life of just, oxygen without any punctuation. Yeah. Just just sink into your lack of an ability to uh ask a question. Uh this is an ungiven answer. <laughs> yes. You know what the problem probably is? Yeah. They, because but. they speak like a robot, people probably think they're a spy from corporate. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, how is the lunch doing today? I will have yeah. pizza with pepperoni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just. Did you see game yesterday afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Ha, 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 ha. Did you see that Tiger King? Really crazy, huh? <laughs> it was really cool. Netflix. <laughs> I love Seinfeld. What will Kramer do next? <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like fifty people laughing out of his mouth. And they tilt their head back all the way when they laugh. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> and then when they're trying to print something, they'll scream, alert, 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 alert. Well, what's going on? Out of toner, out of toner and printer. No ink, no ink. Yeah, we, we keep toner in the, the, the second drawer down right, ne- right next to you. It's it's right there. You can out of ink, it. unable to work, chaos to ensue. Okay, I'll do. I'll change the toner. I'll do it. <laughs> Apparently, thank you, you am hero. <laughs> it's it's weird how you have if you are programmed to speak that way. Why it's so poor? Because the people who like um hired her are not very good at their job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, where did you find this person? Oh, she's someone's niece, you know. Yeah. Good enough. Nepotism. Exactly. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I just thought of Onward. They could try to do the lame joke. Working hard or hardly working. Ha 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 ha. There's smoke coming coming out from behind them. <laughs> like their mouth is just a jar and there's nothing they can do. Like, they're just like, well, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just walking by a co-worker. Uh, hump day, am I right? Uh, TGIF. Anyone else? <laughs> and, um, and then she'll let um, the person will... Like, you know, some of you will get, like, a pat on the back. This person will be like, yeah. nice job on that, Roy. Smack, and you hear a crack. Ah, oh, she broke my arm! Dislocated <laughs> my shoulder! What is wrong with her? Yeah. You do good. You'll get same appreciation. <laughs> it's just like, any big plans for the weekend? <laughs> I personally am going to head right home and curl up and put on Netflix so I can watch so I can totally binge watch my favorite stand-up comedians ha <laughs> I love to laugh <laughs> someone will be like um <laughs> someone will be like um so Bob what are you gonna do this weekend oh you know I'm thinking Netflix and chill if your air conditioner is broken, I can have someone look at it. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, no, that's not <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> um, I don't think we gave an answer, which was the point. But, I know. Um, I mean, this person knows why the colleague is turning against them. Yeah, it's we've it's it's been demonstra demonstrated clearly. The critically panned podcast Unwanted Answers has been an ongoing series for three years. While one of the mysteries surrounding this show is why it keeps being made, another is of the mysterious producer Paul. Paul has been mentioned several times on the show, but never actually in the building, only contacting the hosts through text messaging or email. I've never actually met Paul. I hope to one day. It would be nice to actually know the person who's giving us orders. I, I thought I saw him once. I called out to him and he ran away. I caught up to him at a gas station, but his name tag said he was Joe, so it wasn't him. The mystery of producer Paul goes even deeper when trying to explore his past. One person who wished to remain anonymous has come forward believing that Paul is his former co-worker. Based upon the descriptions of what I've heard from the show, I believe that Paul worked at the desk right across from mine. As you know, Unwanted Answers is a hard show to listen to, but I'm fairly certain it's him. While the source wishes to remain anonymous, he did reveal one piece of information that adds even more to the mystery of Paul. I am a team member of Yahoo, specifically Yahoo Answers. Yahoo Answers. 
the same source for the questions that Unwanted Answers uses. Even more bizarre is that Paul seemed to have the same work habits at Yahoo that he does for the podcast. I've been with Yahoo Answers for nine years. Not once did I ever actually see Paul face to face. It always seemed like I had just missed him. I remember one day seeing that he wasn't there, but the cup of coffee on his desk was still hot. Paul's co-worker tried to get answers about him, but he was met with rejection. I would talk to my co-workers and ask them about how Paul was able to get away with never being in the office, and they told me that's just who he is. The only time that people would mention actually seeing him was at a company picnic in 2009. The last day that Paul worked for Yahoo Answers is a day that sticks in his co-worker's mind. It was May 29th, 2017. I received an email from my supervisor telling us that a podcast was launched that at the time was calling itself Yahoo Answers. The supervisor told us that whichever one of us informed the show that they must legally change their name would get a bonus. I said I would be available and was informed that Paul was going to take care of it. The next day, Paul's belongings were cleared and his desk was empty. I went to my supervisor asking what had happened to Paul, and he told me to get back to work. I was persistent and told not to look into it and forget about Paul. However, this didn't stop the co-worker's curiosity. I stayed late one night, and when everyone had left, went through the HR folder on Paul. What the co-worker didn't expect was for the mystery to grow even deeper. I looked at his work history, and a lot of it were companies that didn't exist. My personal favorite was a hardware store called Screw You. If he lied about that, what else could he have lied about? Despite hoping to learn about any of Paul's friends or family, there was only one emergency contact listed. I thought I was finally getting somewhere when I came upon Abigail Powers, but it turned out to be a dead end. Literally. Oh, that's pretty good. Abigail Powers, the maiden name of the wife of American President Millard Fillmore, who died in 1853. Who does that? And goes that obscure? The co-worker later decided to visit the address listed for Paul in the file. However, he was left with even more questions. The house was mid-19th century, and I'm sure at one time looked beautiful. But it was covered with weeds everywhere and broken windows. You could tell that no one had lived there for decades. In a last-ditch attempt to learn about Paul, the co-worker looked for the company group photo that would have been taken at the picnic in 2009. I was so sure that the photo would answer every question I had. However, upon inspection of the photograph, someone had clearly been removed from the photo. I asked my co-workers about it, and they said that the person removed was Paul. The quest to learn more about producer Paul has never answered any questions. People who claim to know Paul now say they never did. I've been told by many to just drop it. But I need to know the truth, and I won't stop. Oops, sorry about that. My popcorn maker is really loud, 
My neighbors complain about it all the time. Enough with your stupid popcorn! Shut up, Mr. Beldrick! Yeah. Um, so, uh, do we want to close this show out calling some of our friends, our past guests, to see what they're up to? Ask them yes, some let us questions. See. For episode 25, <clears throat> how everyone is doing. So, as you know, um, I've been a little interested in um, taking the show a little more serious, doing more hard-hitting interviews. That's what I and heard. We, we don't have a lot of time left on the show, but I am going to call some guests up and ask them some questions that uh, I'm sure we're all dying to know. So if you'll follow me on to my new segment, I'm going to first, uh, I don't have a name, but I believe, um, I believe uh, this is someone we've come to know as numbers guy. And oh, yes. uh, I have a, I have a question, a very important question. <clears throat> so let me call them up right now. Hello, this oh. is the numbers guy. Oh, hi, numbers guy. Um, good to meet you. Um, so, uh, we, uh, welcome to Unwanted Answers, our first uh, interview segment of the show. Uh, oh, may I say this is yeah. uh, number one? Oh, very funny. Um, yeah. So, oh. speaking of speaking of numbers, uh, we know you have a fond we know you have a fondness for numbers. Um, uh, the the audience is dying That's to know how you putting it. Yeah, upon this, but uh, the audience is dying to know. How do you feel about letters? Well, it's not really my um, expertise, uh, because the thing about numbers is that there are so many of them. You have your choice, your pick, if you will. With letters, you only have 26, I believe. And not all letters can go together. Like, you just put together Q, C, V... It, it doesn't work. It's just mumbo jumbo. But with numbers, oh, with numbers, there's possibility, and that's what mathematics is. Um, the possibility of anything. Dreams can I, come true. Yeah, and, and and shooting off from that, you bring up math. It seems like you're very into math. Um, oh I, yes. I, and this is a show for hard hitting questions. So f forgive me if this is out of bounds, but I do I do feel I should ask you. Have you ever considered that you're really more into the art of typography than into math? Because um, it seems like you're really interested in the forms of the numbers rather than their function. So ha have you given any no, thought no. to that? Hey, don't misquote me here. You know, the fact is, is that numbers come in a wonderful package. You know, the thing I love about two is that it doubles things. However... It's just a nice little bonus that it has the round top, the slanted midriff, and uh, the straight um lower part. But let me tell you this. The best thing about numbers is that what they can do, what they can accomplish. But yes, um, the shape of these wonderful creatures does have an influence, but it's not the influence, if I may say so. Interesting, interesting. Um, it's well, just a nice I, little bonus. I, I see. Uh, so, yeah, this has been enlightening. Um, 
I- I'm sorry I had to hit you with the hard hitting questions, but that's what this show is. It's um. Oh, it's I understand. <laughs> all right. Well, um, thank you, uh, numbers numbers guy. Is it all right if I call you numbers guy? Oh, it is my honor to be known as the numbers guy. Better to be the numbers guy than just single and alone, which I am never alone when I have my calculator with me. Well, if you think about it, single means one. Oh, yes. (laughs) My Uh favorite. Okay, I'll I'll definitely, I'll let you go. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, You should work on getting that social security card back, though, I I definitely recommend that. Yes, they say I should get a digital version because I I have trouble handing it off because it's my number, you know, the one designated to me, and that makes it even more special. All right, yeah. um, Just thinking of it makes my palms sweat. Yeah, okay, bye. uh, Yeah, bye. uh, have, Have a good one, numbers guy. Talk to you later. All right, farewell. All right, so next on the docket, uh, I have a list of numbers here. Um, I'm surprised that this person even has owns a phone, but I guess they they also smoke chocolate. So we're going to call up uh, Babyface Antonio um, <clears throat> right quick here. So let me uh, get him on the line. Who is this? This, this line may not be recorded or anything because I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a legitimate businessman, you see. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I know you're. Uh, sorry, this is uh, this is one of the hosts from Unwanted Answers. Uh, this is uh, oh, Tyler. Oh, little thing. Yeah, uh, not gifted and talented, Tyler. Uh, just the host, Tyler. So, um, no, I think uh, no. I've heard the show. I know you ain't gifted or talented. Uh, <laughs> you you kid. Okay, so Antonio, you're you're clearly uh in the mafia. Um. Oh whoa 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 whoa. Let me tell you this, Mr. Fake Report Fake News Reporter. That is all just conspiracy. I'm a legitimate business boy. Okay. Um well I mean business boy or mafia, whatever it might be, um you certainly this questions is... like these, you're gonna find a, a horse's head in your bed. If you know what I'm saying. That's uh I've I've gotten worse from Paul, to be honest. But um uh so Who's Paul? Uh, he, he acts like I should know. He acts like I should know. I ain't got time to listen to this show. Well, it's just you probably you work with a lot of uh, adults in the field, probably, and I'm just wondering if you experience any prejudice because of your age. Oh, every time they say, "Hey, baby face Antonio, you gotta be this high to get into the club," or "Hey, you gotta be this tall to sell what I what I want to sell," and I say, "Okay, you want to play that game? Fine." And I, and I asked Mutter to give me the bat. And I hit the kneecaps with the bat. And suddenly they ain't taller than me because they're laying on the ground screaming in pain. You know what I'm saying? Um, sure, sure, Antonio. Uh, um, I I think, you know, uh... Yeah, I, I, if you have trouble understanding, I could, you know, send a guy over. And you can try it on your car. You know what I'm saying? I sincerely hope... You don't know where I live. I, I, it's okay. Uh, don't you don't don't be angry at me. It's just, uh, um, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, I can... whoa! I am showing you respect, as oh, I hope um, you would show me the same respect. Oh, I mean nothing but respect to you, babyface. Oh, Antonio. that's good. That's good. 
you know, sometimes I get a little agitated when I don't have my nap, but it's all good. You know what there I'm saying? There is a... I'll let you go real quick. I just... One more quick question. Uh, another that the fans are dying to know. Um, uh, what was your first word? My first word? It, uh, it's a wonderful story, actually. See, me mother, she came into me bed, and she said, Hey, w- w- what are you doing? Where'd you get all this stuff? And she said... And my first word was legitimate you know so my first word was also my first lie because i had stolen some of the cookies from the cookie jar oh um well uh that's a great story thank you for calling in babyface antonio uh anytime uh i love you i respect you please don't uh please please don't break my fingers hey you're a good kid you know what i'm saying you know we can always work together you know if you ever need a loan or something just pay pay back when I say it's time <laughs> for you to pay me back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Bye. Uh, so. Um, you yeah, will. Uh, so um, moving on from that, uh, let's move on to someone I hope is a lot less threatening. Um, uh, okay. So I'm going to call up someone. Uh, who's having a rough time, especially now having a very rough time finding work. Um, uh, an actor friend of ours, uh, who I believe we at some point found that their name was Christopher, but we just like to call him the unemployed actor. Um, so I'm going to call up the unemployed actor right now and uh, see what they've got going on. Salutations, my friend. Is this does this happen to be my agent with that role I've been oh. dying to play? Oh no, not your agent. This is just um, a podcast called Unwanted Answers, starting a new segment where we call uh, some of our favorite uh, guests and friends of the show. Oh, I'm assuming I won't be paid royalties for this interview, will I? Uh, no, and uh, we have a very low budget. It's why we make all our own music or use royalty-free music. We're, we're not going to pay anything, but I just thought maybe if you appreciated being a guest on the show that I could ask you a quick question, and I'd allow you to plug oh, something, of too. of course! I would love to be on a show! It's been ages since I've been able to perform for the public. I know the public must be dying to know what happened yeah. to their favorite actor. Well, I mean, I had a pretty simple question because I, I wondered if the public is dying to know, and it's a, it's a fairly simple question. Uh, any big projects coming up? <laughs> now, you, you, you tell me your comedy show, right? Uh, I mean, it's getting more serious, but yeah, generally, yeah. Well, let me tell you, I am performing at the dinner theater across the street from the, th- the downtown theater. I'm doing a play at the Applebee's. I is a one-man show called The Waiter. And it's I considered an interactive show. Wow, inter- that's interesting. Yeah. Interactive show. I come to you, the you know, your favorite actor, and I say, "Can I get your order?" And mm-hmm. you say, you give me an order, and I come back with your food. It's wonderful. There's laughs and props and everything. You can be a part of the show as well. 
Of course, don't upstage me at all. Yeah, um, that sounds interesting. I mean, it, it, something like that must make a lot, right? I mean, if you're a big actor. Oh, um, it's wonderful. Some people just give me money just to oh, see me wow. perform some more. Wow, that, wow, I, I, you're really, you you really made it. That's that's amazing. Uh, oh yes, now there is a line to see me specifically on the weekends, and oh, it gets embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> wow, I mean, I guess this is what you always wanted, though, so... Oh, I'm, glad... I'm living the dream! Though I'll oh, happily give great. it all up if my manager calls me back. But oh, to perform for the public is wonderful! That, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that, uh, my Mr. Unemployed Actor. My years at Juilliard are finally paying off! Uh, I can see that, and, you know, I, I'm glad... You know, we can just call you Actor now, you know? It sound, that's great to hear. Oh, thank you. Um, it is a dream to be just called the Arctor because that is what I am. Yeah, and you know what? I'll let you go just in case you get a call from your agent. You probably got a lot of calls coming in for big projects. Sounds oh, like you're on the right track. Yes, I, I hope to hope to hear from my agent soon. Um, Everything's wonderful. All right. Uh... Have a good one, uh, unemployed actor. I will, we'll talk to you later. See what you've got going on in the future. Oh we'll yes, move I'd on to other callers now. Happy to have a recurring role in the show, especially if again. You we paying. cannot pay. Um, it is not technically an employed, but you are allowed to plug. And it sounds like today's plug is the waiter, which uh, you can check out oh, uh, yes, soon. It's a wonderful performance. You can see me five days a week. It's 6 p.m. till 1 a.m. Oh, sit. Wonderful. Sit. That's a that's a long show. Yes, it goes against everything SAG told me about, but I said I would perform and perform wow. my show. That is postmodern. That is like a new way of looking at theater. That is that is fascinating. I tell you, it's going to change the world. Wow. Um. Well. Best of luck to you, unemployed actor. Oh, uh, thank you. And thank have a good one. you. Goodbye. All right. Farewell. So, we have just two more uh, people to call, and they're big ones. Uh, this next one, we had to address a specific time to get this person to a phone booth because they don't own a phone, but they do own a TV, and it's on all the time. Uh, we're going to call up Huck. Uh, another, uh, another, we, known around here, Huck the Prospector. Um, so, uh, let's get Huck on the line. Why you say you're not calling my, me and my telephone, man? <laughs> man, I don't get a lot of calls, but who is that funny yet? Oh, you, you must have known, uh, uh, you must have, you must have been prepared for my call, uh, uh, I, Who I is this? I am Sandler, man. <laughs> if that oh, would be, no, no, I no, would no, wet sorry. my pants with excitement. I, I'm sorry, Hell, sorry. No, th this is uh, this is um, Tyler from the Unwanted Answers uh, rate uh, interview segment of our our 25th anniversary special. Did you get my letters for my segment ideas? Um. Oh yeah, yeah. The farting I mean, contest. Who? Why would that be funny? 
Those go through our producer, Paul. Uh, I'll ask him next time I talk to him uh, what became of those. But, yeah, def- we'll definitely look into that. Uh, farting segment, you said? Oh, yeah, my it's a funny stuff. Man, just right now, I just made the smelly one. Can you smell it? No, the, no, this is a... This is a this is a phone uh, conversation. Oh, you, you smart! You you was smart one. I see. Hey, wait. Well, uh, you're obviously uh, a working man. Uh, I kind of wanted to ask you uh, how just to start a conversation. How's the how's the job going as a prospector? Oh my, it's the best job in the world. You get to go around. You got a stick, and then you get to go around hitting things. And my favorite thing is, man, my co-workers, man, we have the best time in the mines. Hell, wait, we love prospecting. <laughs> man, sometimes I, I'll go up to a guy and I'll hit him in the head with my with my stick and he'll say, ow. And then I'll say, that's comedy, man. Hell, wait. Wow, wow. So you must have like a like a like a softer pickaxe or something that you just kinda swing and hey, just we're soft bonk, enough to give him a bonk. concussion. Oh wait. Oh, okay. So um interesting. Um They say, Huck, stop, stop, and I say I can't stop the laughs. laughs. One of yeah. my favorite things. <laughs> sometimes okay. when I don't feel like just, you know, cause sometimes you know, you like to smarten yourself up and not just go for the physical gags, know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes uh, I will use my stick and I will aim for the overalls and then their pants will fall down. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, moving off of that, you have a very particular brand of humor, which I do appreciate, and I, I kind of wanted to ask, this is another audience question, uh, we really want to know more about you and i kind of want to know do you like any movies just uh or movies television shows that don't star uh, adam sandler or kevin james anything <laughs> that's like asking me can i breathe without air man that, 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 that's a thinker right there <laughs> man there's some great movies but man adam sandler he makes some of the best ever you know my one of my favorites Oh yeah, uh, is we are the Spartans. Oh, oh, that made me oh, I haven't seen that. Haven't seen that. Um, have you seen uh the the um have you seen Uncut Gems? I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I guess I misread the room. So I was very excited for to see Adam's movie, but uh, he let me down. Hey. But it's okay because he's got he's got some good stuff coming up. But uh, he really let me down. Oh, I, I haven't heard you like this before, Huck. Um, uh, let's pick up uh the mood again, I guess. Um, <laughs> I hate uncut James. I thought it was about farts. <laughs> oh, cause okay. There was a. Or was a toilet scene? Do you, you remember that? <laughs> Wait, man, when they showed that toilet, I got real excited, man. I thought it was gonna be yeah, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. What about what about uh? Yeah, yeah. Uh. What about uh? Pixels. Uh. Click. Um, <gasps> Wait, uh, yeah, man, you yeah, was yeah, talking yeah, yeah. my language now. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to lighten the mood a little before we let you go. Okay, Huck. 
Now, some people will lock that ceiling back to the future, uh, but for me, the, the time travel masterpiece has got to be click. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a movie where a guy, he will go back in time, and he will just make out with a dog or fart. <laughs> what? That's some <laughs> funny stuff. Yeah. yeah I really loved pixels man that was fun no you when <laughs> pac-man came and he was running <laughs> what? oh man you see i never that was the best crossover i'd ever seen and the best part is you had kevin james and adam sandler together <laughs> wait is that funny that's amazing i hope i hope they do another movie together soon huh huck Oh man, that'd be the best. That would be the best. Hell, wait, All man. All right, that's funny stuff. Yeah, I, absolutely. Huck the prospector, everybody. Um, he's probably gotta get an early night's sleep to go into his job prospecting in the mines. So I'll let him go. Probably. Oh, I can go whenever I want. You got a rewatch marathon to to get into, don't you? Um, oh, I do, man. You know, I I was thinking of trying something new. Really? Oh. Hmm. Movie I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I highly recommend if, if you're looking for a TV show with really great recurring bits, uh, many awards. There's this uh, Arrested Development. Uh, it's a My, that, really that, kind that, of that esoteric. Funny. That ain't funny. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of one of them great movies that came out a few years ago really um, yeah it came out last year it's called cats <laughs> wait man people dressed like cats man that's oh, some funny stuff that's interesting so that doesn't feature sandler or james so it looks like we've got to the answer to that question so i'm it, more than just a one trick pony yeah yeah um man. <laughs> that's that's great to know that's enlightening my to know favorite part is when the kitty guy has to run to the litter pan <laughs> And he doesn't know if he's gonna yeah, make it. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's funny. Okay, I see. Yeah. Well, that's that's great to know. Uh, you're expanding your horizon, broadening your horizons, Huck. I I think that's great. I tried watching Holmes and Watson, but it, that was too much for me. I, I I don't like mysteries. I like to know what I'm getting into. Interesting. So that's a. You're a you're an interesting man, Huck. I, I appreciate talking to you. Uh, but we're gonna move on to a uh, final guest of the show. So have a have a good one, Huck. Oh, I will. Have Sailor Marathon tonight. Hey, wait. All right. All right. Now, let's close the show off uh, with uh, calling. A couple close friends of ours. We're gonna actually have to patch in a second person on this call, um, and uh, it's remote service. Uh, it might be hard to hear them over crashing waves, but uh, I believe that I can get the captain of a great ship out at sea on the line and his skipper. Uh, let's get skipper on the line. <laughs> Hello, who's there? It's me, the skipper. Oh, a skipper. Um, uh, you and the captain both there. I've got you both on the line. Hi, the captain's here. Oh, skipper, give me the phone. Oh, how's it going? 
Been at sea for a long time. My skipper here has been out even oh. longer. Oh no! Well, so where's the where's the ship headed off to next, uh, gang? Oh, you know, sometimes you just let the ship go where it needs to go. That's cause you lost the map, Captain. We're out in the middle of the ocean, waiting to die. We got no food, no water. Oh, Skipper, oh, he's such a drama queen. No, Captain, you don't understand. The wind isn't blowing the sails anywhere. We're out here waiting to die. Please have him send someone to save us. Oh, Skipper. <laughs> what would I do without you? Ugh. You know, I, I keep getting worried because uh, I keep I, I keep not realizing that Skipper's kidding. Ca thank, thanks for thanks for that, Captain. I just oh, Skipper loves to joke around. Plays it know? very straight. The other day he said, "Stick him up, or I'm gonna shoot ya." And it turned out he grabbed one of me unloaded guns from me office. Oh, that's funny. Uh, thought I thought it'd be loaded. Oh, that's that's good. Um, so actually, um, I do have a question for the skipper next. Um, uh, you know, you're just uh, maybe you can be a captain someday. You know. Hey, wait to uh, rub it in, you jerk. <laughs> that, that's that's funny. I, um. Oh, skipper, show some manners. I can't take it anymore, captain. <laughs> So, uh, Skipper, um, I, the audience and myself, of course, are dying to know. It seems like you've got this inseparable bond with the captain who you so loyally serve, and I'm kind of wondering, how long have you worked with the captain? Like, how, how long has this relationship been going on? Oh, Skipper, let me answer that. No, he asked me, Captain! I've been stuck with this idiot for six long years! Do you know what that's like? It's six long years I've been stuck with him. I was told that I would one day be the captain. And then here comes this guy the day of saying, Oh no, I'm the captain. Oh, oh, oh. oh Skipper here was going to be the captain on our first voyage. But you know, I got in last minute. They looked at me resume and said, Oh, you should be captain instead. And so I've been captain ever since with me little trusty Skipper here. Arr, captain. Wow. You know, the first day I met him, Skipper tried to cook me dinner. It was supposed to be poisoned. It was a special fish that they say if you don't cook properly, it's po it's poisonous. But Skipper here has a knack for it. Uh, it turned out they grabbed me wrong fish. Uh. Oh, that's... Uh, wow. Okay, sounds like you're quite the prankster, Skipper. Uh, that's what you're going to call it, sir. Yeah, maybe I'll come see you after I'm done with the captain. Yeah. You like s um, swimming? You got a similar sense of humor to, to our producer, Paul. I'll say that. Um, yeah, let's see if uh, you like swimming with anchors tight around your legs. Arr. Well, I'm luckily on land, so no no worries about that. Oh, why you rub that in me face? You know I'm out at sea waiting to die, and you rub it in that you're on land? Oh, uh, sorry. Um, I'm just oh, trying to run skipper, a show here. Now's um, not the time to get angry. This is the time to get angry, Captain. We're not gonna make it unless we get to land. Oh, Skipper, I think someone is upset that they're. I think someone's getting a little hangry. Of course I'm hangry. You ate all the food, you jerk. Oh, Skipper, I had a big appetite, and you know what they say: Captain eats first. You can understand that, can't you? Ugh, not fair. <laughs>
so this is a, this is a wonderful friendship. I'm glad we got a glimpse into it. Um, even even when there's uh, when there's a strife, you know, you know that they are inseparable. They'll probably be at sea together for another six years. Oh, screw least. you, you jerk! Oh, I would love to be at sea with the skipper here. He's my best friend, you know. Ah, sea language. Uh, you know, viewer, uh, listeners, you have to remember, these guys are out at sea when Skipper kind of curses and gets loud. That's just that's just guys out on the sea. Oh, you that's know? how we do it on the sea, eh, Skipper? Please, someone send help! I can't take it anymore! All right, all right. Thank you, Skipper. Thank you, Captain. You've been a great way to Send a life, oh, please! This 25th anniversary special this silver anniversary special um for unwanted answers thank you so much for being guests on our show and uh hearing for letting us hear from you so many times uh we hope to hear from both of you together soon oh it's me pleasure it's me pleasure to be on this show the captain asked them to send help oh it will be okay skipper i know what i'm doing okay goodbye all right um, so that was our last guest. Um, how'd you feel? How'd, how'd you feel about that? Um, it was interesting. I thought it went pretty from... well. It was nice yeah. to be able to catch up with some old friends. Yeah. Do, do you think I could make it as a, a professional interviewer? Do you think I, I I've got the gift? I I believe you're on your way. All right. Um, all right. Maybe if I have a talent for it, I might have something. Uh, something brewing. I could maybe leave this podcast and oh i, I bet you'd want that wouldn't you um i don't know let's let's see how episode 26 goes i saw the application you filled out to npr it ain't ever gonna happen kid you know it's funny i literally did <laughs> apply to npr <laughs> um without with no bit but i didn't get it well, um there you go <clears throat> so uh all right uh I think I don't know anything else. I think that's it for our. I think big we 25. did. I think our quick little. I mean, we traveled in a way. I guess. Yeah, I know this is a super size episode. The skipper and captain mates. We traveled across the globe in that last bit. Yeah, that was great. So there we go, um, guys. Our special twenty-fifth spectacular episode. Yeah, thank of you for Unwanted listening. Answers. And here's to another twenty-five, or maybe we'll be canceled really quick because actually uh, I mean my inter- my internet just started working again uh, Paul uh, it, it kind of looks like yeah Paul, Paul is threatening to cancel but he does this he does this every episode so yes I'm getting some angry messages too yeah alright so oh actually come to think of it he might have actually been the reason my internet went down because I did hear someone that sounds like Paul yeah, I did hear someone. Um, I do see some f- some feet out the window, basement window. Oh, I had that last week, and then when I yeah. said Paul, it quickly ran away. Yeah, Th- that just happened. It, it could be anyone. If you just if you sh- shout something, they'll just be like, "Oh, I'm, there's someone around." Exactly. Go away. Yeah. So it, you know, not necessarily. Oh, Paul, it's always nice to know he's watching over us. And, you know, yeah. once in a while, those pranks are funny. So, uh, in hopes that my internet doesn't uh, get shut down again by some by, by some entity, um, 
uh, I wish everyone the best. Thanks for listening to Unwanted Answers 25. Yes. You didn't want it, but there it is. There it was. (laughs) 